So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. A little something to say about the Sports Kita Year End Awards. And it's not going to be pretty. For the other people doing award shows. Because all these other polls are fixed. They are all homers. Whoever is leading the polls are leading them in a certain direction. There was no trying to convince me one way or another. This was a straight poll. I know a lot of people from Russo's brand. A lot of people were involved in this poll. A lot of great former wrestlers. And I know they were honest to the T. Nobody tried to sway anybody in any way. So I give credit to Sports Kita for having the first ever legitimate let me say that again legitimate year-end awards congratulations to you sports key Wow. Carlos Cabrera, released from WWE after 29 years, a legendary voice in Spanish-language wrestling for fans around the world, no longer under the banner of WWE. We will talk with his broadcast partner on today's episode of Sports Kid Wrestling's Top Story. Plus, we have even more news about the biggest defection this year in wrestling so far, and that is Cody Rhodes leaving All Elite Wrestling. Even more backstage updates and what is he going to be doing in WWE? The Elimination Chamber this Saturday in Saudi Arabia. Big plans, big twists. What could be going down in Riyadh that could affect the road to WrestleMania? Legendary wrestling journalist Bill After is with us. It's Sports Kita. Share the link of your streak. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out, watch out, watch out indeed. Jose G with me down in Florida. Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska, if you ask in, all the way over in the greater New York region. And the big apple, Bill Apter, the legendary Bill Apter, joining us once again here from Apter's Alley. Uh, we will have uh, Hugo Savinovich, who is going to be with us as well. A great broadcast voice in WWE for many, many years. Still very involved with the business, who is on air with Carlos Cabrera. Uh, he'll be with us within this episode as well. So if you just tune but, in by the way, by the way, the teaser of uh, Vince Russo mm -hmm. talking about the only legitimate he didn't say bro once. He did not. Bro, he did it. That's so. right. Wow, that's I a bro record. So. We take <laughs> thirty. We take thirty seconds of content with with Vince Russo, and he didn't say bro. It's alarming. I don't that believe is. he did. Can you drop that. a like on this video? Just for that, some bro. restraint. I think I, there's a no bro. I think there's a no bro, bro. Um, rule in effect at Sports Kita um, <laughs> for Vince's promos. Imagine yeah. a imagine a conversation between Vince Russo and Riddle. Oh, it'd be it'd be insane. Oh. 
They they they, they would they would <laughs> spin around and become one person. They would like oh, merge. Could be the referee. Like Dragon Ball Z and do fusion. <laughs> bro, yeah, bro, bro, in the middle there. Bro Inception. <laughs> All right, Bill, Sportskeeda Wrestling Awards. Uh, you can go to sportskeeda.com backslash wrestling dash awards. You can win prizes, including gaming consoles, wrestling merchandise, and more. Uh, and of course, get takes from the big names in the business. Bill, after I know you're contributing, Eric yes. Bischoff, Vince Russo, as we just mentioned, Diamond Dallas Page, Renee Paquette, Arab Van Dam, Booker T. They're all saying who they voted for in these awards. So go check out those videos. They're up now on the website as well, on our YouTube as well. And you can vote. You can vote. 30,000 plus votes have already been casted. 30,000 plus votes. Uh, Roman Reigns currently leading the uh, the, the crop here for male wrestler of the year. But yeah. you can go see the, all the categories and your votes actually count. We're going to update the votes weekly, yeah. I believe, leading up to the actual reveal here in a few weeks. So go do it. Uh, it's going to be going on for a couple more weeks. And stuff. I also think that people should know that this, just like Vince Russo said, this is a legitimate poll. This is something legitimate. that is, that is <laughs> fueled by uh, you guys, man. by the viewers, by the fans. And not just the guys, not just the guys, the girls too. Everyone, Absolutely. everyone, every person, every person who watches and is a fan of wrestling, this is powered by you. So keep on voting, share the links, make sure you are sharing the shows wherever you want. Like, share, and subscribe, smash the notifications because we got tons of content dropping here. Uh, but we got a big story here with Carlos. We're going to jump into that as soon as Hugo joins us. But let's start off with Cody Rhodes, guys, because Cody Rhodes oh. has been a hot, hot, hot topic this week. Really? And, uh, and really? Oh, man, really? <laughs> so, really? That really? Uh, but yeah, Cody Rhodes, man, he has been a hot topic as of late. Uh, he announced that, you know, he's left the company. He's now everybody's speculating he's going to WWE. But we have some more information on why he left. AEW. Jeremy, what's the scoop here, bro? Uh, a big update from uh, Sean Rossap today at Fightful Select. Uh, he had mentioned that the split is amicable, so no uh, no hard feelings between the two sides. There were positive stories of Rhodes doing things for the roster, such as setting up a bar at Daly's Place when they had uh, their run there during the pandemic. Uh, there was a lot of tumultuous relationships, though, over the couple of years, and we kind of reported on some of those as they happened, especially the, you know, kind of the distance he had between himself and the other EVPs. Uh, of course, uh, as we mentioned earlier in the week, the entire roster thought it was a work until it actually happened, uh, and, and uh, they were not uh, present last week for Dynamite. Um, and basically, uh, everybody was under the belief that Tony Khan would not work his own talent regarding this situation. He's seen as a player's manager, so that, that they heard of, you know, Tony didn't openly... Uh, talk about this backstage so that's why nobody really knew about it and everybody thought it was a work just because he kind of keeps those things to himself uh you know keeps that business separate from the wrestling part of things um everything about last night he says uh, business was as usual and a lot of wrestlers that spoke to sean ross Sapp said well hey that's pro wrestling it, 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 the show is going to go on mm -hmm. uh there is no confirmation of a wwe deal yet uh, there still could be a deal with AEW, but uh, as you saw the the goodbye or the, the post that Cody made and the post that Tony Khan made, it, it almost seems like that's not going to happen, at least in the in the near term. Um, <clears throat> uh, anything else that was uh, mentioned, um, the, the prevailing belief was that Cody Rhodes fell out of power in AEW, wanted a significant raise, and uh, 
And the interesting thing is that has not been confirmed by either Rhodes or AEW officials, but that was the reason um, that was uh, kind of for the split. Uh, WWE is ready and willing to welcome Cody back with open arms. I think that's Mm. not been a surprise since they were well aware of the announcement that was coming down the other day. Um, And uh, also uh, comes... uh, uh, in regards to the TNT show, Rose at the Top, it's not officially canceled, so that could still be something. Wouldn't that be interesting if Rose <laughs> to the Top airs season two and it's about WWE? Uh, it, would, and, it would it would certainly be weird. Wow! And then uh, the final maybe thing, this will be a Fox thing. Like, what if he gets signed to SmackDown? It'll be a Fox reality show. Yeah, and uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Rose to the Top is still TNT property, so it could still air there. You never know. It's a TNT property. It's not an AEW yeah. property. And, uh, there's, exactly. no, there's no reason why TNT cannot keep that property. And they 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 had, they had no problem putting John Cena, pretty much a prominent WWE Correct. figure, on a host in a game show on TBS, yeah. which is under yeah. the banner as well. Exactly. Yeah. And one final mo- um, uh, note, uh, WWE locker room is highly excited to uh for the return of cody Rhodes, they are a lot of the most majority that uh sean has talked to are very excited for him to come back uh, well, well we are bringing in ugo to uh sound off a little bit on cody rose before we jump into the big news story of the day uh cody ugo first of all saludos welcome to the top story here. Welcome. On oh, my, my goodness. My old my, friend. My <laughs> former I'm mentor. Libre professionales. You go survivorage here. You still got yes. it. Yes. You still got it. Thank you, guys. Welcome, welcome to the show. Uh, thank you for taking time out of this, uh, out of your day. I know it's been a, a crazy, tumultuous day with the big news of Carlos Cabrera. Before we get into that big story today, um, you have a personal relationship with Cody Rhodes. Uh, you have a, a, a very close friendship with Cody Rhodes. I want to get your take on this whole situation from Cody Rhodes exiting AEW to the possible speculation of him showing up in in WWE and just how this has shaken the wrestling world to its core really in in a long time. Yeah. It's, it's actually like one of those classic soap operas of the, of the American world, not the telenovelas of the Spanish (laughs) world, because this is like, how did it happen? We saw him, we saw him and young bucks and Kenny Omega and Tony Khan come in with a new product and then out of nowhere, we have this tremendous situation where one of the founders is leaving to WWE. I mean, I don't care if you don't get along with Cody. You are at a point where your product is still young in the market. And when you are doing a lot of mistakes, as WWE is doing creatively, and now we know that there's just one guy running the show, Tony Khan, and then we hear the, the situation of Cody leaving, uh, the fans are creatures of habit. Our fans are unique. They're not like NFL football players or baseball. This mm-hmm. is this is the whole year, 24-7. And when somebody leaves the product they're watching, it's like one of their family members leaving because that's the way we are. We're like a family. And him leaving and, and for the fans, uh, not getting the whole picture of uh, why didn't Tony Khan uh, uh, took care of this before it became uh, uh, as obvious as it is right now that there's no return. I believe that 
that he will be. Cody Rhodes is WWE in my picture. That's what we've been reporting on Lucha Libre Online. Mm -hmm. What happened? Because uh, the dream was to make it so successful that it will it will be what the fans wanted. Real challenge for WWE. And I think they were on the right track until we started hearing about uh, Tony Khan taking the whole complete uh, uh, storylines and, and the, the direction of the company. And then now we hear stuff from the young box. Uh, thank God, Tony, that he's leaving. And, and it seemed at first like, like many people thought it was a work. And then now it's a real nightmare. And I think that for Vince, having one of the, the big guys from AEW, the guy that smashed the Triple H throne <laughs> on TV, and yeah. now to have him there, there is so many stories you could do without mm -hmm. mentioning AEW mm -hmm. that that will give WWE a chance to create believable stories like Hulk Hogan with with Vince at one point, and then you know that story with uh, Lita, uh, Matt, and, and, yep. and, and, yeah. and, and yeah. So sometimes reality uh, fans love that when it becomes part of the story. I think that Cody uh, leaving AEW it's perhaps bigger that what uh, maybe Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks think or Tony Khan, because I think that uh, he was part of, of that, okay, we're going to kick some butt. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that Kenny or the Young Bucks have that look of uh, like a Triple H in WWE. I think they're great talents, but the, the image of the company, I think that not even Tony Khan has it. I think Cody was the guy that you were going to love or hate and... Uh, they they will be missing that because I don't think I don't think Tony has it. I think he's a brilliant guy, but I don't think he's ready for prime time in wrestling. He, you know, he might be the owner of an NFL team and successful, and they might have eight billions of dollars. But you guys know our business. It's not about being a great businessman or a great businesswoman. It's to know the product, to breathe the product, mm -hmm. to dream about the product, and and checking out what the fans want and just going with that instinct. That I don't think Tony can has it. And I don't think the Young Bucks have it. I don't think Kenny ha has that. And they are great in the ring, but the success of a company is not just that part of being great in the ring. If you're going to be the boss, then you got to act like the boss 24 hours. And I don't think that Tony has that or the Young Bucks no, or Kenny yet, Omega. Yet Cody has learned so much about running this business, not just from mm -hmm. his father, of course, um, but now... He has run a company. He's been the, really the head guy next to Tony Khan on equal basis for such a long time that he knows how to run the backstage. He knows what the, the fans need. And I can't wait to see the one moment where Vince McMahon's face is on camera and he turns like this and he says, what the hell are you doing here? <laughs> you got it. Whoa. You got it. Boom. After What's that thing on your neck? Where, where did that come from? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that I, temporary? I, I think if that's actually Put a turtleneck on going to happen. And I mentioned on my Sports Kita video this week, Hugo, that there's another uh, there's another thing that Cody can grab at. As you know, Cody in recent years has been on the show Arrow. He's on this quiz show, um, uh, The Big Show. Yeah. And he's always had aspirations since I've known him of being an actor and WWE has this whole film division and they're always oh, yes. getting their guys on various TV shows. So if this is something he has in mind, AEW hasn't developed that part of their company 
at this point. So if the money is right and come in, we'll let you run this department and that department, and we can hook you up with being in our films. Why not? And yes. it was always brought up that there was always communication and it was always civil between uh cody and the wwe they always had conversations about dusty and and things like that so i i think a lot of the stuff we saw with like the throne and things were more to get people riled up and i think you got it yeah the relationship with cody and wwe was never strained it was always positive let's put one more equation into this to all the people that think this is a work the interesting thing i thought of at about 3 a.m in the morning is cody going to wwe shane mcmahon just left wwe can you say that this is a work oh my god that shane mcmahon buys wcw right (laughs) and now the war is on because cody who was the sworn enemy storyline of WWE. Yeah. So it's a switch of position. Can you imagine that? It would be insane. It's certainly been a a compelling week to follow the news here as well as follow the wrestling. I do think all the wrestling isn't going to be affected by this immediately. I think uh, the the long-term effects of this we could see in a few months when you start to see a reorganization of who's near the top of the card or who's being featured prominently on television. Cause I think there's things that Cody did on television, promo wise, character wise, match wise, that no one else was really slotted mm-hmm. to do or was ready to do. Um, mm-hmm. They are changing the role of a Chris Jericho who has that veteran experience, who can play to the camera, who knows how to frame things, who knows how to be vulnerable and then take the mic at the right time. He has that variable skill. Um, with with Cody not being there, uh, there's only a handful of guys that have that type of experience in all elite wrestling. Only a handful. And, I know that seems yeah. alarming for people to hear, but that's true. There was a lot of expertise that Cody got from WWE that he brought to all elite wrestling in terms of how the show is shot, how the mm-hmm. show is formatted, how you present yourself in a promo, how you do an entrance that is done for big time television. Yeah, and they and still have plenty of people there to do that too. Yeah, that's back from the days of his dad. He studied everything, the yeah. cameras, I mean, the technical end, everything. He, uh, he was absolutely amazing on that. And Jericho's yeah, and, and, no no uh, stranger to the entertainment world either. I mean, right. he's, host, mm-hmm. he's hosted game mm-hmm. shows. Uh, what if he and, gets put in the Cody position? Yeah, he could. Yeah, yeah he, 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 he easily could. Absolutely. And we, yeah, we announced yesterday that he assigned an extension to be with AEW through 2024. So, Wasn't the timing of that curious? The yeah, timing of that information getting out, Bill. Kinda, kinda, you, but you have you have Cody defecting, and then almost simultaneously, the news doesn't trickle out; it floods out very quickly. Yeah. Don't, 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 don't pay attention to this. Yeah, but, but by the way, Chris Jericho's staying. It was similar though to it, it's exact same thing that the Bucks and Kazarian did. So it's not really out of line that it happened at this time. But maybe his decision, maybe. Uh, maybe the timing of Jericho's decision fell into that, um, you know, but it, it is interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, hopefully uh, Hugo uh, can join us, rejoin us here. At yeah. Some he point just here. dropped. He just dropped. I don't know what happened. I don't know if it was a connection issue, but I'm sure I'm, I'm getting in contact with him right now. Just uh, technology. Yeah. We can, uh, uh, we can uh, either uh, look at some chats or talk about story three. 
Well, let's 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 jump into the chat because we're here with fans too as well. People are already calling out matches they want to see Cody mm-hmm. have in WWE. It, it like we said, it is not confirmed that he's there going he there, but there is there's widespread back. reports he is. People want to see Cody versus Orton. I would love that. Uh, some people want to see Rollins. Cody versus Reggie for the twenty four seven title. No, I don't see that happening. No. Uh, but Hugo, let's get into the story that's very important with you. Uh, uh, you had a, a long, long, long tenure on television. With this very, very talented man, Carlos Cabrera, you guys were the lead WWE announcers across the entire broadcast umbrella of WWE and the unfortunate news today that he is no longer with the company. Yes, very, very sad. Um, We're talking about 29 years. uh, A professional, a guy with integrity. And Jim Ross said to me once, if I would have had Carlos Cabrera's voice, this is like a legend, Jim Ross saying, what would I have done if, 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 if I would have had the voice of Carlos Cabrera? Uh, commercially, uh, out of the wrestling world, he was one of the top guys in New York with the morning show on the FM radio. He was one of the, the top 10 uh, morning shows in, in all languages. And he was also uh, one of uh, one-time Univision anchors, uh, reporter, news reporter, um, just so many things that he did. You got into a, a plane and then the Spanish voice of the instructions, the word Carlos Cabrera's <laughs> voice. So this guy was in Cars commercials. And uh, what I'm very upset is uh, each company has the right to decide what to do. They happened to me. But, oh, my goodness, at least they were leaving Carlos Cabrera when I left. But here, there's no Hugo. There's no Carlos. And right now, uh, it's, it's horrible because now, it, it would not be just like AW with the worst Spanish uh, play-by-play. And now WWE is going to be doing the running because uh, uh, without Carlos, uh, the two guys are, they're good uh, mic persons, mm-hmm. but they are not the best for the integrity of the play-by-play. They're good actors, but uh, if they don't have somebody like Carlos or me uh, to guide them, this is not something that just because you are an actor and uh, you could do this, this you got to learn. And, and, that, and I believe that uh, as we have heard today, it's been all over the news. There's people that are calling for WWE to bring him back. Whatever situation happened, and, and I know what happened, but I'm not getting into that. But I believe that in the world that we live right now, uh, there's so many things that are happening and yeah. if you're going to be just picking things, and uh, he's going to, Vince is going to angry fans, Spanish fans, because if you knew the Spanish uh, vocabulary and then the wrestling Spanish vocabulary, well, the two guys that are going to be doing the show, they have no knowledge of that. And, and, and the true uh, wrestling aficionados, you could see an imposter from a mile away and they are not yes. that they're not they don't have the great is there I someone mean, else uh, hugo is there someone else that none of us are thinking of but you would know who they might have in the wings who they may have been grooming for this position yeah he that guy was let go jerry soto and now they they have uh, made him officially the replacement of carlos cabrera so he was let go before and then marcelo and carlos were doing it now Carlos is gone, and now it's Soto and Marcelo doing the Spanish, and this is going to be horrible because they needed the two of them. Wow. The two of them, the two of them needed Carlos. 
when Carlos was away and the two were doing the play-by-play, fans will be going into the English language. <clears throat> and, that, and that is yeah. bad. That is bad. I don't have nothing personal against Marcelo or Jerry, but I, I always think Nacho's an ex-wrestler. But my business right now, besides doing play-by-play, with Conan, I'm in the creative uh, uh, aspect of the business in AAA. And if you don't look at all the little details, don't expect the product to grow. Mm-hmm. Don't expect the fans to be in love. And WWE has already enough heat. Uh, so I don't think you need more heat. And and uh, the way the growth of the Spanish audience, if you just go by United States, uh, they're one of the top groups. And you better look at them as very important customers for your product. And then if you go worldwide, uh, I mean, I have received, I don't know how many, how many emails today. And then my, uh, people are not happy with this. Because at least they had Carlos. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. You, if you know wrestling, you are going to be disappointed with uh, Soto and Rodriguez because of the fact that they need that main guy to make him like be passable. But yeah. without him, without him there, you could see miles away that yeah, they're, the not fans really, smart. For, the yeah, fans they're not really smart. Yeah. And they'll pick up. The most, yeah. the most, the smallest little wrong innuendos yeah. or something that's not done right. They can, <laughs> they can hear it. it they really yes. can. Yeah, and it's um, almost the same situation with like Adnan Verk when he came in. When his style of commentary, a lot of fans were just turned off immediately because they knew that this guy did not have a wrestling background. So uh-huh. it's it's almost a kind of, kind of same situation with Jerry Soto. Uh, Ugo, uh-huh. uh, uh, you and I go back a few years, man. I, I I appreciate you. I love you so much because you've been a great mentor to me in the game and and helping me with commentary and stuff like that. But I wanted to get your your take on. Where does Carlos Cabrera go from here? Do you, have you had a chance to talk to him today? Um, do you think he might end up in AEW, or do you think he's going to take some time off? Uh, uh, Carlos is like a workhorse. He wants to get back in immediately. Uh, there's there's room from Impact Wrestling to AEW to even New Japan Pro Wrestling if they want to be serious about getting the Spanish market to the big boys like AEW. I believe that, uh, uh, and I forgot to mention my company, AAA. Yeah, uh, of course. Some, something is gonna happen around May that is gonna change the whole way you look at the wrestling uh, business and AAA is gonna be in it. And I think they are also on the run to think, hey, this is the guy. Because don't, don't forget that if you are able uh, to get somebody like Carlos Cabrera and put him with me that for 17 years, oh, we, wow. kicked, we, we kicked butt. Did. I mean, they, were, yeah. they were American yeah. people. They were American people, Japanese people, French people that didn't understand the Spanish language, but the, the voice of Carlos, the passion that, that mm. we, they, they were all over the place with us. Yeah. I, think that, I think that that is also uh, something that might happen. Somebody might think, hey, for 17 years, these guys were the top guys. Carlos, 29 years. You're talking about a guy that will bring. Oh. Oh, we lost. Hopefully, we get uh, Hugo back here. You but know, it's amazing lot- because what he was talking about mm-hmm. is when I was growing up and I used to get the uh, Lucha Libre shows on Channel 41 in New York on UHF TV. They had Miguel Alonso and uh, Luis Rivera. 
And the two of them without each other were okay. But when they got together, like Hugo and Cabrera, it's, it's just, it's magic. It just works. It is. It is. It's it's almost like ha- experiencing the same magic with like Jim Ross and the King mm-hmm. Jerry Lawler. You know, it's the same same dynamic, and that's the dynamic that Hugo has with uh, with Carlos. So yeah. Uh, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's a tremendous uh, loss for the viewer who grew up watching Carlos Cabrera. I know I was one of them, uh, and uh, man, I still can't believe it when I saw the news this morning, and and when I saw your video this morning, Hugo. I mean. I could tell you were you were deeply, deeply hurt about this because it, this this man is your brother. Yes, and and if you knew Carlos, if you know Carlos, he is he is so much into preparing himself. I mean, he there was never just like oh this is just one show. This guy treats each show like a WrestleMania. A little bit of a connection issue there. Yeah, with, you know, uh, that's right, because whenever you, whenever the you insight. heard him, mm-hmm. whenever you heard Carlos, it was always like every match was, was a super important WrestleMania type of match. Anything, even a preliminary match, he made it sound. And periodically, even though I don't understand most Spanish, I like to listen to the Spanish broadcasters because the passion that the Spanish broadcasters have is so genuine that they really feel that so and you felt that with him you really mm-hmm. did like i said with the two guys in los angeles when i was growing up miguel alonso and uh luis um uh, magaña 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 yeah you knew it was always even though i didn't understand <laughs> like, wow. you remember bill you remember you remember the olympic auditorium uh, when they had uh, what was the announcer's name that the son took over, Jim Len- Jim, uh, Jim Lennon, and oh, Jimmy uh, Lennon. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh no! Ah oh, man, oh. I love you guys going back and forth for a second. That <laughs> no, was Jimmy great. Lennon. Jimmy Lennon. What I loved about him, he would always do this uh, great announcement. And I hope that Hugo gets back for this. But his son, Jimmy Lennon Jr., sounds just like him. Yeah. But he'd, he'd always uh, announce Goliath and Black Gordon. He'd go, and now here they are claiming to be from New Mexico. <laughs> Great Goliath, Black Gordon. Oh, Jose, do you think it'd be that. easier if I pop out? You think it'd be easier if I pop out here for I a second? I, I, I don't think okay. that's the issue. It's, it's, right. I don't think that's the issue. I'm just trying, I'm trying to be accommodating. That's all. I got to meet. I got to meet Jimmy uh, Junior in um, uh, right before a strike force fight about ten years ago. What a great guy! Mm-hmm. Oh, yes, um, yes, I did. Certainly, I mean, like Jose, this uh, as is Hugo with his in- tremendous insight there. Broadcasting yeah. insight for WWE for so many decades. His partner on screen, they're in that machine together. WWE's machine, whether or not you want to be angry and upset like they want to do what they want to do and that's the company wants to go and do but uh, he talked about how much of a serious blow this is for spanish-speaking fans this as you already mentioned there there's gonna be a hard adjustment here like a hard hard adjustment and there was even if you didn't understand spanish or whatever you you knew that voice there because it was always Mm -hmm. oh my god he put him through the spanish announce table (laughs) 
going through. They were always on TV. They were always on TV. They were, and and just you could you could even if you didn't understand Spanish, you could understand. You could see the personality. You could see the charisma from those guys and the reactions they had when that Spanish announce table was about to go down. And and fans uh, fans fall in love with seeing those guys on screen. They they were almost like superstars because uh, they had so much fun watching those guys interact with what was going on. And he was also, Carlos was also, I met him many times. And even the first time I met him, he was so warm and, and welcoming to me. And he, it was like he was an old friend and he treated everybody like that. And what a voice. I mentioned, oh, I, I know. Oh, I know. He's got the real deep pipes, bro. Like yeah. I, I, I tried to emulate him when I do my commentary and I can't. Uh, being broadcasting for my entire adult life, you have this magnetic thing where you hear someone's voice mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you hear them and bill you may maybe you see you see someone in an airport and they look like a wrestler yeah. you don't know if they're a wrestler but you can you can see it you have a radar to it uh-huh. uh, with, ra- with radio you have that and i remember being a young kid and uh, i don't speak spanish fluently but i remember hearing uh, at a friend's house and they had wwf wwe on and it was in spanish and i remember being a really young kid and i was getting into radio and broadcasting at the time and I heard Carlos call a match. I can, I can only tell the names and different things, but the way he emphasized it was so dramatic. The way Hugo was peppering in things, you could tell mm-hmm. it had it had an international like language to it. Like you mm-hmm. you didn't have to understand all of it to get that passion to flow off of the screen, and it almost added this completely different element of yeah. whenever I yeah. I saw wrestling uh, being presented in English. Uh, and it's, it is a blow. I mean, like I know for some fans who don't follow wrestling in in different language, this is a hard hit. And there's a lot of people who watch wrestling the same way you and I do every week and consume it. Uh, and maybe they're doing on the Telemundo platform. Maybe they're doing a different channel. Um, this is a hit. This is a really big hit. I understand WWE wants to do some different things, but I don't, it's just some, some changes are really hard. Jose, Jose, um, you might know more about this, but uh, is there, uh, kind of a, a big following uh, uh, or big interest within the Latino community with AEW right now? Or do you think that could really spike up if someone like Carlos joined? You know, it's interesting because a, a lot of the fans that are AEW fans that are in the Latin American community, um, it, it's almost kind of like replicate what happens in the U.S. There's a tribalism about it, right? You either are a hardcore AEW fan or you're not. And as far as when it comes to attracting more eyes, I think, you know, with the whole Willie Urbina situation that happened in AEW last mm-hmm. year, um, having someone like a Carlos Cabrera take care of that Spanish announce, along with Dasha Fuentes, I think that could be a beautiful, yeah. beautiful recipe. Did you did that did that kind of sour some Latino fans then went with that whole situation with Urbina? What did you think, uh, Hugo? We well, still have a connection that, issue here with well, him. Hope he can hear us. Well, the main situation that happened with Urbina that he he was live on. I think his mic was still hot while he was doing commentary, and mm. he was um, doing an Asian accent in Spanish, like mocking an Asian person in Spanish with an Asian accent, and that did not come across well. And no. I think he, he, uh, that he, he got fired like immediately for that. Yeah. Yes. Wait a minute. I'm having, a, you know, that story I wrote about Dusty Rhodes and I had a dream it through. Will it tell the people that the American nightmare 
is now going to have be American dream. He's going to bring the American dream back and make WWE number one. If number you will. If you will. He's gone. If you will. Whoa, Let's jump into our last story here, guys, because Elimination Chamber Ooh. is this Saturday. And apparently there's some big plans and big twists and big turns and play this weekend. Uh, what's what's the recent here, Jeremy? Uh, the uh, On the latest edition of Wrestling Observer Radio, Dave Meltzer noted that there are going to be some twists and turns this Saturday at Elimination Chamber. It is unknown exactly what they will be, how they will affect ratings. And, of course, you got the road to WrestleMania. So, uh, obviously, it's going to be set up to be pretty big. Uh, you got to wonder, did Cody Rhodes make a flight wait halfway a minute, across the world? Wait a minute, Jeremy. This could be the Rhodes W. R-H-O-D-E-S to WrestleMania. Roads to WrestleMania. And will it start on Saturday? Who knows? Uh, you know, I think there's I don't think it's gonna be a given that uh that Brock wins the elimination chamber. I think there's gonna be some chicanery in that match, and I think we're gonna have a surprise winner in that men's chamber match. Um, but yeah, man, if Cody is in Saudi Arabia, Can you see that the roads to WrestleMania. It would be something else. Here. You heard it here. If that happens, oh lord, uh, come for you know. come for the news. I Stay for bad. the fun. I feel bad for Ugo, man, because I know he wanted to be on the show and he's got a lot to say. But this internet connection, I don't know what's going on over there, man. Um, and hopefully we get to speak with him again. Maybe we can do yeah. an interview with him a little bit further in the future and yeah. follow with us. And thank you to him and, and his partnership with uh, Lucha Libre Online as well. Uh, they are they partner with us on the Sports Keto Wrestling Awards. They've been great friends uh, yeah. in the wrestling yeah, yeah, yeah. world. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, great relationship over there. And by the uh, way, the, the match that. that I'm that I'm psyched to see now, and it's been getting tons of publicity on the billboards in Saudi Arabia, is Lita against Becky Lynch. Uh, the, it's it still continues to not. I don't want to call it a novelty because that that feels wrong and dismissive no, to the women. But but it still feels like when you get to see the women presented in these matches in Saudi Arabia, a country that is still, um, I, I'd say, regressively behind the Western world in terms of how women are integrated into their mm -hmm. culture. It's a different culture, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I'm I'm doing a piece about WWE's history in Saudi Arabia, the controversies and all these different things on it, sure. and I'll be putting that up later tonight. And I was hesitant to just paint it in this bad light because. There's been this shift to, no, we're going to get the women on the show. And that was a big, big issue. And now they're doing it. And now you're not just having one match. You're going to have a women's elimination have, chamber match have, out there. You have eight women competing in Saudi Arabia on Saturday. Yeah, which is the most change. they've ever had on a show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah this is going to be very interesting to mm -hmm. see. But, you know, you called it a quote-unquote a novelty uh, situation. But my feeling here is that you have... Uh, you know, the old school meets the new, newer school in this thing. And I just think that uh, Lita and Becky Lynch will just take that match to uh, a 10-star match. I really do. They have two extreme professionals here. And I'm really looking forward to that particular match. Yeah, and originally Lita was not supposed to compete past the Royal Rumble, so now it makes you wonder: Will we get a big shock? I don't expect Beck. I don't expect uh, Lita to win, uh, mm -hmm. but man, if she did, it would really, really spice up what seems to be a stale road to WrestleMania for the Raw women's side because it almost seems like it's almost inevitable that it's going to be Bianca and Becky at Mania. But if they throw that wrench in there and just really mess up the plans and have Lita win on Saturday, that just really, I think, regenerates that, uh, just rejuvenates that division on that brand. 
Sure. And keep in mind that Brandy Rhodes could be the challenger. Yeah. <laughs> Gee, uh, in that in that Fightful Select report, it did also confirm that uh, she is going to continue uh, to wrestle and has been still training or training and working uh, in the Nightmare Factory uh, after her after she had her, her her child. So I would be surprised if we didn't see her in action WrestleMania week. Not so much for WWE, but in the the general in the indie circuit region. in Dallas. Yep. Yep, there's gonna yeah. be a ton of independent events there. I would be surprised if she wasn't present on some of them. At least at one of the convention, one of the. Yes. Uh, uh, oh, I, I would, I would absolutely expect her at WrestleCon. Well, how about, how about, how about a, a like a a one-off or surprise appearance, uh, mixing it up with the knockouts and Impact down there? It'd be great. It'd be yeah. great. I mean, it's it's an open platform now, and that's or that is, that is the benefit they, of when these people. If leave. they do that women's battle royal that they've been doing these last few years at WrestleMania, you could have her show up there. Yeah. So, a lot of possibilities. Yeah. I told you know this is the greatest time of the year. It's WrestleMania season. I'm gonna I'm gonna miss her and Dan Lambert's promo exchanges though. Those were entertaining. Oh yes. Oh, she yes. could have him with Paul Heyman. It's fine. Is this open mic night? Um. So I do have to bring this up. This is a show that's going to air on a Saturday afternoon for us here in the United States. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It'll air in Saturday night time frame for folks in Europe. Um, what do you think, Bill, as someone who's been around the business for such a long time, obviously you've seen wrestling presented in all different types of, uh, patterns in terms of time formats, the matinee shows, the classic shows, but things evolve now with the digital age, the streaming WWE, not bound by being paired with a pay-per-view partner. They have a streaming partner, which gives them a lot more flexibility. What do you think of this show, which obviously has to first serve the Saudi Arabian audience live and then everyone else internationally. What do you think of a Saturday afternoon show? Okay, Saturday night show is enough of a change. Saturday afternoon show, completely different circumstances. I'm glad you asked that. A lot of wives are going to say, you watched football last week, <laughs> and now you're spending the whole day home watching wrestling? Yep. Um, to be honest with you, uh, since it's only maybe twice a year, um, I think it's a great idea. My problem with Peacock is this is why I used to – uh, enjoy the WWE network more is mm-hmm. that after the show ended, if you couldn't see it, you could go back and watch the you restart. Right over. Away. You can't yeah. do that. With and, Peacock. And, the, and Peacock was claiming this is all going to be in place by SummerSlam uh, 21. Well, I certainly yeah. hope so because yeah. no, uh, no last year, Bill, <laughs> last year, <laughs> they were promising last year. last year and they, they didn't deliver. Right. Well, I hope so because I, that's uh, one of the main things yeah. I miss about uh, the network, but I think um, that there's going to be a lot more, uh, families watching it on Peacock than it would be on a Saturday night when uh, uh, little Bradley has to go to sleep at nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. That's worth noting. You know, you true yeah. that you there's and it's also, it's a Saturday. This isn't like you're doing this on, a, they've had these on like a Thursday before. So it's like you're preparing for a college football game. Yes, right. exactly. Yeah. It's exactly what it is. Uh, so it's certainly an interesting circumstance and um, they have a lot of fresh possibilities coming out of the show. We have a lot of exciting things that are on the horizon for WrestleMania. Some of this will get cemented a bit on Saturday. I don't think everything will be written in stone for WrestleMania coming out of it. Cause they still have like what, like eight more weeks of television to do before they get there. So you don't want to give away everything on one show in terms of what you're doing for WrestleMania. Wait a minute. Think- we're, we're taping this on a Thursday night. I have to Thursday. start driving to Saudi Arabia. Yeah, you, you better, <laughs> you're me a ticket. So better hurry up there. You got to get the ferry first, Bill, and then uh, Bill's going to be the surprise gonna... star, starting entrant in the chamber. Kayfabe, <laughs> kayfabe, <laughs> protect the business. That, that protect under, the business. Water Express wanna, all because, the way to Saudi. Breaking news. I have I have to leave here shortly, but what I want to tell all the after chatters out there and everyone who 
follows us on Sports Kida, which is the world's greatest pro going right back to the Mecca Dream, the greatest pro wrestling website. Yeah, baby. The entire universe, baby, if you will. Yeah. And I don't mean the WWE universe. I we mean the ones. real world out there, right? So, oh, so, wow, ouch. But do your duty. <laughs> he sold that Kevin's elbow pretty good there. <laughs> do your duty. And go to your favorite browser and put in Sports Kita Wrestling Awards and vote because you are responsible for who gets in to the wrestling offices. That's right. That's absolutely right. Make sure you uh, say that again real clear, Bill, so they understand. <laughs> you can go right now, as soon as this show ends, to sportskita.com slash wrestling dash awards or just as easy go to google or bing or whatever browser you use and put in sports key to wrestling awards click it and you get your ticket for free to vote alongside legends like rvd ddp um booker t my goodness it's all initials there yeah um and renee paquette who used to be Renee Young, who hangs out with that guy, uh, Moxley, mm -hmm. uh, there, and so many other legends uh, that you can examine who you voted for and how they voted. So keep your eyes on Sportskeeda. And when you go to sportskeeda.com, actually, that's all you have to do. Go to sportskeeda.com, and on the lead page, you can click and vote. And a lot of people have asked me, since I've been made senior editor here, what does sports Kida mean? Do any of you know what it means? I know. No, it I, means. I've been here almost a year and I'm not aware. So I have found out that Kida is like a, a worm. So if you were a bookworm, you would be a book Kida. So because sports Kida has so many international sports, it's you're a sports worm. It's hmm. sports Kida. We're sports so, worms. Yeah, the biggest and best. I'm going to stick like with Kita. Kita sounds a little bit cooler. Wonderful Willis. Welcome to Sports Worms Wrestling. Yes. Sports we'll, we'll get we'll get Bill to do the worm like Scotty Too Hotty next time. Yeah, I can I can do that, but my video camera won't go down to the floor with me. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let me try. Let no, me try. no, Bill, Bill, don't hurt <laughs> yourself, Bill. Right. Bill, don't do he's that. doing it. He's oh look, he's, he's doing, doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it. I'm out of here. Woo! <laughs> all right guys oh, let's get oh my god that was great oh that was great a long episode yes we did have some tech issues there with hugo savinovich but uh such great insight from him if if you're joining us a little bit late incredible insight definitely if you if you didn't if you join the live stream get the show on demand go watch what he had to say there were there were some really really was, insightful i things. loved i love the back and forth between bill and hugo yeah uh, you know bill was telling me off camera uh, that the, he hasn't spoken or seen Hugo in a very, very long time. So he was actually really excited uh, to be able to have a little bit of a conversation with Hugo. So that's that was great. And hearing the stories and uh, about his dynamic with Carlos, that was very insightful. So yeah. Also, if, thanks to if you're with us. Online. Go ahead, guys. I'm sorry. I know we, we have, I have a little bit of a delay, but go ahead. No, no, I was just going to say thanks to Lucha Libre Online. Thanks to Michael Morales Torres for setting this all up. And uh, and we appreciate you guys. Thank you. 
Yeah, Thank hopefully we can so get much. a follow up. Hopefully we can get like maybe a follow up or something with him uh, down the line. Get a little more insight. Maybe Jose can talk with him a little interview or something. We'd love to hear a lot more about uh, the whole, just the whole thing. Yeah. yeah, it's it's such an unfortunate circumstance, but you know, it, it was great to be able to know what it was like to work with him at Ringside. So, yeah. uh, very very special. And once again, thanks for the time there as well. If you enjoyed the show, how come you haven't hit the like button yet? It's very very simple. It's something free that you can do right now. We know how many of you are watching. All right. So hit the like button. It helps us climb up the uh, the proverbial ladder of the algorithm so that we can reach and grab that brass ring of uh, Internet validation. Uh, thank you to the hundreds of thousands of fans that watched our content this week. You got to say it uh, right, Kevin. You got to say it right to the thousands, thousands, thousands uh, of fans that watched our content this week. Obviously, it was a big news week. There's a lot of people jumping on board. Uh, but top story Monday through Friday. 5.30 Central, 6.30 Eastern. We're here live. We get your comments on screen. You want to super chat us? So thankful. We really appreciate that support. But we're putting everybody up on screen. We're having conversations with legends and figureheads in this business. Everybody. Everybody, everybody. gets up on screen. Everybody. Everybody, everybody. everybody comes to see wrestling. All right? So um, definitely support it. The road to WrestleMania is going to be fun. Uh, Jose, Jose and I are going to be in Dallas. Uh, we're going to try not to have a hangover five days in a row, but we're going we're gonna to figure it out. All right, throwing back them tall boys and long necks. What? Everything is bigger in Texas. What? What? (laughs) What? One bear. What? Two bears. What? (laughs) Tequila. Some scotch. Another bear. What? All right, let's get out of here. Jose's brother's going to be driving us around, dude. Someone's going to D&D this. (laughs) Let's get out of here. All right, guys, as always, remember when you're watching wrestling, you got to do the most important thing, which is what, Kevin? Enjoy wrestling. Yeah. Talk to them. That is not an insult. Talk to them. That is a fact of life. Yeah. Watch out, watch out.